Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode of the Thank Your Pain podcast, where we take the painful moments in our lives and turn them into blessings and lessons. And today, let's talk about fear and specifically the fear of not wanting to do something because we might hurt someone else. Many of my clients go through this stage where for most of their lives, they have been dedicated to building others up. They dedicate to taking care of the external needs of their families, their friends, their spouses, their parents, their children, their work, the list goes on, but never to themselves. And a lot of the time they are so depleted, so unhappy that they simply cannot, even if they wanted to show up mentally or emotionally. So it's only physically and financially that they're able to show up. And so they're in this chronic state of fatigue and survival mode, and they have been programmed to take care of others so much that the idea of leaving is not only shameful, it just feels like we would absolutely crush the other person or whatever pillar seems to be relying on us. So we push off our desires, our wants, our needs, our longings to keep the family together or ensure someone won't fall apart when honestly, we don't even actually know that to be true. Society has programmed both men and women to be total people pleasers. And it's just really ironic because we're all trying to do what we think the other person wants or needs, but we don't ask them because we don't want to be a pussy and talk about our emotions or talk about our wants and needs and show emotions. And so we try to do what they think that we think they want, and then they don't show up how we think they should in response to how we think that they wanted us to show up. And so then we're all confused and we're all unhappy and we're going, wait a minute, I thought I did everything right, quote unquote. And it's this understanding that just because we've done everything right from a logical perspective doesn't mean it's actually right from a reality perspective. Now, for example, if we have an alcoholic family member, a brother or sister, and we believe in them and we want to help them, we love them so much, we really want to save them. So we start doing all, everything that we possibly can for them, right? We put them into uh, a recovery home, we give them money, we feed them, we even put them in our house with our children. And all the while, they are not getting better. They might get better for a time and then they relapse and then they steal from us and then they betray us and they say they're going to get better, but they're not. And every time we keep showing up because we want to save them because we believe in them, because we love them, because we don't want to see them in pain. We don't want to let go of them in fear that they will reach the very bottom. But at that point, what we're actually doing is partnering with their pain and not with their growth because subconsciously what we're saying is, I don't believe you can do this alone. Let me help you. And at that point, the saving becomes not about them, but about us. We need to save them. We need to prevent them from feeling the pain that they are inevitably going to have to feel in order to make that choice for themselves to get better. 
The same rule applies to spouses we no longer want to be married to, we no longer feel connected to, or staying in a marriage that's just not working because of the children. We think that they will fall apart. We think the children will have messed up lives if their parents are separated, but children don't need married parents. They need happy, healthy, ability to go cohabitate parents in a healthy way. It is only the ego that truly believes someone will fall apart without us because spirit is laughing to think that we are so important. We could ever be that great enough to prevent someone from a fall. The truth is people are much more resilient than we think. And they can stand on their own two feet without us. And to be totally honest, if we are so inclined to leave, if we are feeling that calling, if we are feeling that pull that we must go, that this isn't our person or we belong somewhere else, or we need to say no to our alcoholic brother or sister when they ask us for money, we need to reject someone. Then if we go against that intuitive instinct, we are partnering with their pain. And chances are, if we're staying with someone in a relationship and we have that feeling, then they're probably actually better off without us. It's not even just that they'll fall apart if we leave. They will probably rise if we leave. And we're actually probably the ones preventing them. We're probably the weight in their life. That's a very hard thing to hear, but it could very well be true. Why do you think so many glow-ups happen after a breakup? Because energetically, you're holding each other back. There is something there that is not in alignment. And this is the part of our society that holds us back as a whole. It doesn't understand. It doesn't acknowledge. It tries to force things to work that no longer do. It says forever when spirit doesn't doesn't agree to those contracts. Your mission, your purpose doesn't understand the human language of till death. Because a death in the spirit world is just when a karmic journey is over. And the last example that I'll give to you is what if I hurt friends and family because of my decisions? Maybe not directly, but indirectly. Listen, no one thrives in an environment where we are only half of ourselves. No one thrives in an environment where we are a washed out version, dull, inauthentic version of ourselves. So take a moment to step back. When we zoom out, our intuition never leads us into places of danger. It's always leading us away. So in this moment, when you're feeling scared because my pull is going to hurt a lot of people or I fear it will hurt a lot of people. Remember that about your intuition. And remember that about fear. Does fear actually ever happen the way that we think it will? Or is it just a plea from our comfort zone to stick to what's normal? And even if all of these things do come true, if you piss off friends, family, If you do it from a place of authenticity and ownership and love, no one who matters can be mad at you for very long. 
because love and authenticity are healing things. It's the opposite. It's what fear drives us to do. It's the lying. It's the deceiving, even to ourselves. It's the inauthenticity, even to, even if we're doing it to protect those that we love, who we're afraid we're going to hurt them in the long run, that is what brings way more destruction and pain than honesty would. So I love you. And I just want to remind you that the universe is always working in your favor. And to take this as your sign to release that fear that's holding you and step forward with courage into your purpose and your mission. Because even if it's scary, you are being divinely guided. And if you trust that, you might just be pleasantly surprised. Talk to you next time.